Today, I really want to give you a short training on how to be an achiever and not a doer. Don't get me wrong, achievers are also doers, right? What I really wish to help you today is to help you improve if you have reached a point when you have really worked on so many areas in your career or your professional life or your home life. You have climbed the corporate ladder. You have really raised wonderful kids. You have managed well your home. And yet, there is a certain feeling of a bit of a lack of accomplishment. A listener, upon hearing this, can easily dismiss that perception of a bit of a lack of accomplishment by saying, don't mind it. Perhaps it's one of those days that you feel down. So just have a good rest tonight and tomorrow is another day. Perhaps you will not be feeling the same way. Perhaps you'll feel better. You'll feel like you really have accomplished so many things in life. I really would like to share with that reactor, a lesson I learned from a mentor of mine from postgraduate school. We always have to treat someone else's subjectivity as our objective reality. So the person is being subjective when she says that, I feel I am very little accomplished. But that for us, as someone helping that person, is already an objective reality. So this episode is really for you if you are just starting in your career and you feel there's so much to lose just fulfilling your dream. You feel you're giving up so many things that you start a life of achievements with really feeling dejected because you are not really going for your dream. You are following somebody else's dream, probably your parents' dreams. And it is also for you if you have accomplished, perhaps you are in mid-career, you have accomplished so much, but now you are tired and you're stressed and yet you feel a calling to do more for your future grandchildren. And you could achieve more, although right now, the reality is you are already exhausted. So the common feeling I want to address is the tendency to want to do a lot because you are capable, first of all, but you are not sure if you will still achieve anything. So this episode is also for you if the current political landscape is making you really wanting to do more for nation building. I know of some teachers who are very disappointed with the fake news and saying, what did I teach my students? So you really want to do more for nation building, but at the same time, you feel incapable. You don't think that you can achieve anything else. You think that there's not much change that's going to happen. So I want to describe to you the opportunity that is possible for you right now, you, my dear Achiever friends. So the opportunity that is before us is this digital world, which is uh, rapidly expanding and very much it grew during the COVID-19 pandemic. There are new rules of the game for the achiever type like you. So if you have, for example, written a book or a textbook, you can find that now you have to really check that book, revise it, so that it's more applicable to a post-pandemic world or to a world that is affected by war, like in Ukraine and Russia. So you could review it and edit it or totally rewrite a new one. So there's really a lot of opportunities to shift from being a doer alone to being an achiever. So like when before you think you could never start a business because of all the capital involved, well, in this digital world, your only capital would be what is 
inside your head. What is your knowledge? What is your ex expertise? What is your experience? What you have achieved so far? So imagine to what extent you can utilize your learnings to, to really help impact the world. Before, you might think that to invest in a business, you really need a lot of money this time. In the digital world, you just need your experience and a little bit of heart to really help the world. Just probably one video at a time or one blog at a time, you know, you can still achieve something, especially in this digital world. You can achieve so much. So another huge opportunity before us that has also reached so much expansion during this pandemic time, it really relates to the massive open online courses. So education is literally at your fingertips, basically using your mobile phone. If at this point you think that you are just dragging your feet, working in a career that is not really your choice, it was your parents' choice, or the choice of other people for you, then this is the time. You can start another career, dedicate some time every day to study what you prefer. It may be during the weekends because it is online, it's cheaper overall. No plane ride, no rented place, no higher cost of living in another country. And you can still get degrees from well-known institutions. So if really at this point you feel you have not achieved anything, although you are doing many tasks day in and day out, I want to help you be an achiever. Something happened to me two years ago that I wanted to share to you. I applied for early retirement in August 2019 to be effective at the end of the semester, which was December 2019. So it was customary to have a send-off party for the retiree. It also happens for those who have resigned. But in my particular case, it was a send-off party to an early retiree. And in that send-off party, we were shown a video. At the end of the video, what surprised me to see were these words. You have left behind a legacy of achievements. So I really credit Ms. Jen Guimare for that lovely presentation. And I really even had to ask her after that for a copy. But even if that happened already two years ago, sometimes when I think of that phrase, I said, does that really apply to me? Perhaps I was not thinking of that at that age. So I was just trying to be good in whatever I do. So at the same time, seeing that phrase, legacy of achievement, well, I got afraid. I got afraid that the legacy has ended right then and there in the academe, inside the academe, because the future was unknown. So even if I sounded confident, I was telling them what I was going to do, I would be a YouTuber, you better subscribe to my channel. I literally was just trying to sound confident because the future for me then, which was online education, was for me like a road I never traveled. It was like walking the streets of London. And this is a real experience for me on a winter morning. And literally, you don't see anything a meter away. Nothing was visible. It was just like I was looking at my feet, always making sure I was still in a concrete ground. I was not in the cloud because it was all fog and mist. So as a parenthesis, I landed in London in the first week of January in 1990. I occupied a room in an apartment and it was the top floor. Perhaps it was the fifth floor, but really it was an attic room. So two days after arriving in London, my roommate saw me looking out of the window and she asked, what are you doing? 
And I said, you know, I'm waiting for the sun to show up. So she said, Avic, the sun does not rise in winter. And really, my heart fell. I never missed the sun so much than in those first two days, the dark winter days of London. So as I was saying, the phrase legacy of achievements attributed to me that time in that stand-up party was really a surprise. And at the same time, it was frightening as the future was really in a fog. You know, I can just sound confident, but it is all cloud to me. So two years after starting my YouTube channel in March 2020, I'm celebrating my two years anniversary. I have already edited 90 videos. I got over a thousand subscribers in YouTube. And by today, I have over 120,000 views. So really, it's amazing. Like now, it's not any more fog. It's not any more maze. I'm very sure that this is my future. So think about that 120,000 views. I wish there were subscribers, no? But they're really views, no? Don't get confused about it. I only have 100,000 views and 1,080 subscribers. So, but when I was viewing a hyperlapse video of a political rally last Sunday, the Lenny Kiko rally is called the Pasig Laban Rally. The crowd got bigger. It was in a hyperlapse video. You could not Photoshop it. It's really like a camera that's there and the setting is hyperlapse. It can take you ages, but it was really wonderful because the crowd was seen getting bigger and bigger until it reached more than 100,000 along Emerald Avenue in Pasig City here in Metro Manila. And I really thought that time, you know, that's the number of views I have gotten in my channel. And like, it was like so nice watching. Now, this is the quantity. This is how it looks like in terms of views, in terms of people in the street rally. And literally, the fear that I felt two years ago has been turned into acts of gratitude to God for the future that suddenly has become more clear, less foggy. So I also challenged myself to reach not just 120,000 views. I've reached that. Probably another goal could be 500,000 views. But I would like to achieve 120,000 subscribers. You know, two years ago, probably it's impossible. But now... Two years since starting the channel and knowing my way around, feeling more confident, I know I can achieve that goal. How do you become an achiever and not a doer? So when you Google search this, you will get in websites of career counselors and those who help people write a better resume, a better bio data. So one site is named indeed.com. It comes as the first in the search engine results and it says that while both resumes of the doer and the achiever might include the same basic information, they usually focus on different aspects of previous jobs because a doer resume focuses on tasks that have been accomplished, have been completed, while an achiever resume shows how you brought value to your company, to your organization, through your actions. I must also mention here that I really love I think, um, I can't remember the author, but he distinguished the, the resume skills and the eulogy skills. And I can also think of the resume accomplishments and the eulogy accomplishments. That's very important for me. Whenever I speak, the eulogy accomplishments, you can also focus on that because those are the accomplishments where people will really remember you when you pass on from this world. So in your eulogy, people won't speak so much about your the metrics you have accomplished, your successes, your academic degrees, but your accomplishment as a person, as a friend, as a father or mother, 
a daughter, just a caveat that I am referring to being an achiever in both public and personal lives. So sometimes in ways that do not land in Facebook long bio, but are captured in your gravestone. So remember that resume accomplishments and eulogy accomplishments. I really think I should be clear about the achiever that I have in my paradigm because there are achievers who get into work-life conflicts and that's a favorite topic of mine. They get sick, they achieve burnout. I am talking about a balanced achiever, someone who is not obsessed about one type of results and only those types like external and public accomplishments. But he or she is an achiever in many facets of life, like family life, relationships, spiritual life, among other things. So how do you become an achiever and not a doer? I am helped by seven letters in achiever. I will not repeat the E. Seven letters only instead of A. Let's begin with A. So to be an achiever, you have to have an aspiration. The dictionary defines an aspiration as a hope or an ambition of achieving something. So aspirations are not created equal. There are high aspirations like to help educate the young people, especially in accurate history. So someone could also aspire to have her company as a proof that all women could actually put up successful entrepreneurial businesses. A doer could focus on short-term targets like I will finish this task by 3 p.m. I've got to have the printer deliver these printed documents by the end of the day. Or the doer could be the very good executive secretary who is a trusted, like sometimes already a travel agent. She could be focused on having all the flights of her boss within the month of May, booked by March 15. Really, really a doer, right? So for me, a famous achiever that comes to mind is Mother Teresa, now St. Teresa of Calcutta, the founder of the Missionaries of Charity. By the time that she has passed away, it has 100 missions in 100 countries. I just recently read two biographies of St. Teresa of Calcutta, and I was extremely impressed of her aspiration. That is, never to say no to Jesus, to her God. At 86 years of age, really, she has accomplished so much, 110 missions in 100 countries. So that aspiration of never, never say no to Jesus is simple, yet it was super compelling for her and for everyone in her congregation. So that differentiated her from a doer, having that aspiration. Probably a doer would really just go work, do something, uh, cook for the poor, fine. But what is really your end in mind? So... Aspiration could also be called a legacy vision, their mission. Now let's go to C, and C for me is courage. So an achiever seeks courage more than comfort. Do you know anyone who lives a comfortable life and is an achiever? You know, I can't think of anyone because an achiever is really someone who has decided for an aspiration-driven life of accomplishment, and she is prepared to meet challenges and obstacles and difficulties. She is challenging herself and the word never is not in her vocabulary. Take the simple goal, for example, of trying automation. A doer will not think beyond the task, this is my way and this is 
you know, this is the way I've used to this. But if there's a way to make the work more efficient with automation, perhaps you can try this or that. But the comfortable doer will settle with doing the things as they are. Because perhaps that person, a doer, will already be immersed in their routine. And that person would really not want the changes that can put her out of balance in her daily grind. So perhaps she might say, well, you have to go online when we are doing well with manual tasks, doing these things, registering people. So she cannot see beyond the current inefficiencies. Well, relatively speaking, because right after automation is done, the other things are already inefficient. Because why spend several hours doing something that a computer can do in a second? So I really admire the ones who have the courage to automate, to really keep trying until they master a computer program. There is really an acceptance of a world that has radically been changed by internet, by computer, and they're always adjusting. So for me, it is already an achievement to, to have that courage, to have learned to adjust in an automated world. Rather than yearning for the usual grind, why do we need a remote control when I can just go there to the TV and change channel? Well, this is a different world. All this automation could be confusing for a doer, but these are really accomplishments already for an achiever to minimize time, to save time. So don't say never. Remove never in your vocabulary because then again, the world is constantly changing. So what was impossible two decades ago could be possible a month from now. So never say never. I will never go online. You know, perhaps if you say never, you'll be the only person who does not do online banking. So the world is changing very fast. For example, you know, could be 1997 when there was news that was released that I was in the top 20 in the accounting board exam. Took me a day to know it because, you know, you still have to go to the town proper to get the newspaper. But now I land in the 20th and I can put, I will not do it, no, but I'm just giving an example that I can post that accomplishment. I can boost that post using a Facebook ad and an unknown lady from Nigeria or Kenya can reply to me, congratulations. So, you know, it's unthinkable before. And then right now, for example, a doer would really just want to continue on with the routine of going to the bank for depositing and saying, well, I never will entrust my deposits to mobile banking. She will never be challenged to really look at the way the security of the banks are changing, checking the trends. So then again, you might be the only person not doing online payments. Okay, now it's age. And age for me is honesty. The achiever refuses to lie. If she only got a certificate of attendance, she does not say that it is a diploma. I am not referring to one political candidate alone because I have also seen professionals really getting into this sort of accrediting organizations where they have to pay to get additional achievements, basically by being there in the site. Sometimes we can really criticize someone who's saying he graduated from Oxford, whereas he did not. But we have to be careful. Check again your resume. If you included some achievements there, that the payment is really not commensurate to what you're advertising in your resume. So this is really just a sisterly advice to other professionals. If I were you, I would really just focus on the real academic degrees. And perhaps if they're accreditation, really the ones that really went into exams, into strict compliance, into strict accreditation. Don't go for 
just basically paying something to that organization so that you would appear like an, um, a member of an exclusive community, whereas it's really not that accurate. So H is also for humility. The achiever knows that really there is never a time that she or he can say, well, I am already perfectly accomplished in life. So the humble and honest achiever sees something to improve, especially when really thinking of the aspiration. It can be very accomplished in life, but perhaps we are lacking in those soft skills that can probably just try to put some oil into friendship. So let's go to I, and I for me is investment. So in all of this, you've really got to invest in something say, a membership fee to a distinguished group. Of course, I have mentioned earlier that there are many free, massive, open online courses. But for you to be really be able to achieve so much, you really have to, to pay something. Go for those courses that will really give you transformational results. I really believe that achievers really invest money in courses that will bring a community, accountability, enhance opportunity. I remember that when I was in the academy, I funded, literally I decided to fund my own membership fee rather than go through all the bureaucracy of getting it from the organization. I just slowly paid $150 for an annual membership fee for the Academy of Management. And I really got a lot of resources. And that $150 really took me to the international scene, meaning I was able to network in... Um, international group of researchers, of professors. So you really have to invest in something. If you want to get big accomplishments, you really have to spend money. And you can also turn your goals into money, like money earned, money saved, money donated to charities. Now let's go a little bit faster. So let's turn to E. So there are actually two E's in the word achiever, but I will only make use of one E. So the achiever brings energy to the goals or tasks at hand. I know of many influencers who are shy, actually. I could sense that they are shy, but they just bring so much energy. Energy for me is critical to someone who wants to achieve anything. You really have to bring energy to whatever you are doing. Let's go to V. For me, an achiever is a validator. Don't look for that word in the dictionary. I just invented it. The achiever checks or validates the accuracy of any information. You have to validate all the data. I'm not saying it only in this world of fake news, but really we have to trust not just one, but several forms of information and to draw out a decision, especially major decisions from there. Again, it's not because we're riding on these huge waves of fake news, because really we cannot be 100% certain only with one information. We really have to validate our information. And then for the last one, I have R. The achiever has reasons rather than excuses. I've read many biographies of great people in the last five years, and they are not perfect. They were honest with the times committing some mistakes. I remember the one I'm reading right now is of Bishop Fulton Sheen, and he enumerated many mistakes in life. So the achiever has reasons and not excuses. Their aspirations or goals give them compelling reasons to do what they have to do. Thus, they achieve so much in their lifetime and remain to be influential even after death. So there you have it, how to be an achiever. You have to have an aspiration. You have to be courageous. You have to be honest and humble. You have to be an investor. Okay, You have to bring a lot of energy into whatever you're accomplishing. 
then you have to validate your data. Don't decide only on one source of information. And you should have reasons and not excuses. If you like this, you can help my channel by clicking the like button. You could also share this episode to three friends, perhaps three friends of yours who are doers, activists, so that they can go beyond that activism and really start with the end in mind. So that is really my end wish for you, that you start with your legacy vision, you start with your mission, you start with your aspiration first. You make a difference today and I challenge you, always be good. Mm -hmm.